what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. U.S. health advisors want you to know your health coverage does not have to be complicated. If you aren't happy with your insurance plan, there are unlimited and comprehensive medical plan options available to you right now. U.S. health advisors offer solutions which can't be found anywhere else. They can even offer you the ability to purchase more coverage if and when you need it. U.S. Health Advisors offers fair rates and no surprises. Sounds nice, doesn't it? If you'd like to know more, contact U.S. Health Advisors at 828-554-3032 or by email at daniel.bryant at ushadvisors.com. Welcome to the Street Circle Drive podcast here on The Mesh. I am your co-host, Andrew Moose. With me today, my co-host, as always, as Michael always. McNally. How are you, man? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, the Street Circle Drive is your Hickory-centric podcast for people who love Hickory and want to know more about Hickory. Uh, first, I'd like to thank our listeners uh, for tuning in. We couldn't do this podcast without you, and we seriously do appreciate it. Um, once you finish this podcast, head over to TheMesh.TV and subscribe to all of our shows so that you can have them beam intergalactically right to your preferred device. device. What, platform, Through the internet. what platform do you like to use, McNally? I, I always just use Apple iTunes, iTunes. podcasts, and I plug it in my car. Good to go. Right on. Personally, I like to use the mesh.tv. I like to go straight to the website. Well, you know, they pay your bills. <laughs> so that's good. Oh, well, okay, actually, they, you get to do that from the office and just, right. no, it's work. Right. Speaking about paying bills, if you're a listener out there and want to become a sponsor of our network or our, uh, any indiv- individual show, you can go to uh, the mesh.tv and there's a button there for, uh, for advertising. Yeah, you can click on that and find out more information or you can... Go and send an email to info at themesh.tv for more information. It's a great opportunity to, to really reach a selected targeted audience, super low cost, and um, we'd be happy to talk to you about it. Um, today, we have a very special guest, uh, newly elected to uh, Hickory City Council for Ward 1, Mr. Tony Wood. Thank you. How, how Thank are you, you Tony? So much. I'm doing fine. Thanks. Good. Thanks Thank for you, coming. Lord. Very good. We appreciate you coming in and spending a little time with us. It's my pleasure. Thanks for the invitation. Awesome. Well, uh, we'll just get right into it. Uh, Tony, what made you run for council? Well, I have, uh, you know, I grew up in Hickory. I've been in Hickory for for many years, moved away after college and got my professional life started, but uh, have been back since, I guess, 2001 uh, when Lainey, my wife, and I decided to have our son. We wanted to raise him in Hickory. And since that time, uh, I've been involved in the city uh, in different capacities, probably uh, most visibly as uh, on sitting on Parks and Rec Commission and being the chair of Parks and Rec Commission for two terms. Um, so had you know, I understand how the city works. I had some relationships with the staff and, and some of the city council members' working relationships. So when I learned that Brad was not going to seek re-election, uh, I felt like it was an opportunity for me to go to the next level in terms of my involvement and uh, try to serve the city that's been so good to me and my family. Right. And, you know, we're, we're really excited to have you on the council. And I, we called, called some of the debate and really liked your platform and really liked the direction that you're trying to um, take our, our council. And I, I would just love to hear a little bit some about what ideas that you might have that might be new to our, to our council or new to the city or, um, you know, if you can expound on that a little bit. Well, you know, I think that right now the the, the where I, my focus needs to be and where staff's focus needs to be are on these bond projects. I mean, um, I mean, you think about it. Our city, the city budget's about $110 million.
million dollars a year. We've got approximately a hundred million dollars worth of bond projects going on. <laughs> right. So we've doubled. We've you know have effectively doubled workload for the staff without adding staff. So I think right now the the key is to keep our eye on the prize and deliver these bond projects, get them done, get them done on budget, and and uh, get that behind us and and enjoy the growth and and everything that comes with delivering those projects. So I'm not sure that I can say something new right. as much as I can say we need we need to keep our our on the ball here and make sure that um, that we don't uh, stray from from the mission here of yeah. what the citizens have told us. I mean they mandated we want these projects. Right, and you know, and that's something that that's very very uh, soothing to hear as a constituent <laughs> of yours is that you know we're not going to try to reinvent the wheel. We've got these things then we've got uh, our like you said eye on the prize and mm-hmm. we need to basically make sure that, that that comes to fruition you know we want to make sure that uh, all, all these projects are on budget and all that good stuff that's 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 awesome to hear well you harken back a little bit like you said when you moved here most recently before seeking this office mm-hmm. how you served on parks and rec you know i in, in working with folks of course tons of people really love and are invested in Hickory. Mm-hmm. What started you down the path towards where you are now? So to getting into Parks and Rec, how, how would you even, if people say, well, I want to get involved, what sort of path would you help them navigate to get to, maybe not running for office like you, but oh. getting involved? In, and what are some of those opportunities? You mentioned Parks and Rec and, and so forth. I am so glad you asked that because I, I'll tell you how it, how it started uh, for me is, uh, first of all, it was Landon. And I wanted to set an example of, of civic involvement for Landon, volunteering, being involved in the city, those types of things. So Laney, Landon, and I signed up for Neighborhood College, Hickory Neighborhood College. Landon was about 10 years old, I think. And to this day, he's still the youngest graduate of Hickory's Neighborhood College. But we did it as a family, and I encourage everyone to do Neighborhood College. It's a chance to go to all the departments of the city understand what they do, how they work. You understand the government. Uh, you're taught the government process, how our city functions. Uh, you know, in the council manager form of government, and that's how it all started. And that's the way. That is the best way to to get involved in the city. Whether it's you know running for council eventually or being on a on a commission, just getting in neighborhood college. It's a ten week. It's a ten week course. Right. Um, uh, other, uh, kind of switching back to the, the, the bond projects, uh, mm-hmm. personally, what bond project are you just geared up and excited about? You know, the city walk is um, the city walk is is impressive, and I'm excited about that. But you know, that's a difficult question because I don't think that you can look at them individually because they're all interconnected, and and the goal. Um, the goal that they're that that they're pushing toward are, are dependent upon each other are delivering all of these uh, so it, it's kind of a it's a hard question to answer but I really like the city walk um, I really like the interconnectedness that that's going to bring but the other projects are going to do that as well right there's a you know a lot of folks in, in town are, are are super excited and I, I want to just say maybe even, uh, impatient mm-hmm. a, a little. Uh, do you have uh, specific timelines that you could share? Uh, do you have any idea of when said sections would be done, or is there even a is there 
you know, a timeline for, for completion for these, th- for these I, things? I will tell you that, you know, I, I know people are so excited and, you know, I like to call it patiently impatient. Right. Sure. Uh, and, and the analogy, you know, this is a, this is a worn out analogy, I do believe, but you know, what has happened since the bo- the passing of the bond referendums, it's been kind of like, you know, the, the analogy of the duck, you know, it's still above the surface, but there's a lot of work going on under the surface. And I don't think that's what people understand is there's right. been a lot of work going on. It just hasn't been visible. Right. Now we're turning dirt. So what I can tell you about timing is from the time we turn dirt to completion is about 18 months on each project. Gotcha. So the city walk just, just started. started. Right. So 18 months from now, that should be delivered. Right. And for, and for what I understand, they're, they're starting outward and working inward towards downtown. Is that correct? That's correct, right. yes. Um, and, you know, so the Riverwalk, um, you know, that will be – I think that's still in the design stage. It's being finalized. So once they turn dirt on the Riverwalk, 18 months. Gotcha. That's what we're looking at. Right. And I just – you know, I've looked at the, the, the plans for the Riverwalk, and they, they are super impressive. And mm-hmm. if, if the plans turn out to what the actual project looks like, that's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, what I personally would like to know is I know that there's a uh, – in the Deidre Lackey Park yes. area, there's an, amphi- like an amphitheater. Or what, what, what's exactly that – what's that going to look like? Uh, yeah, you know, they, there's some, there are some renderings of that right. out, out there. And, you know, it's going to have, uh, of course, the amphitheater part um, – part of the project that's going to be such a great space mm-hmm. for community gatherings and community events as well as private uh, private events there but um, you know the trail system that it's going to be I encourage you to go to the the city of Hickory website and check out those renderings it's, right. it's pretty impressive I saw them in city council meeting and it's an impressive thing yeah there's uh those renderings are the 3d ma- the 3d videos and, and all that. there's some there's a treasure trove of information there on hickory hickorync.gov right yes yeah right and, and the bond project has its own dedicated website yes losing, but does. you can get to it from the, the right. main site correct. of the right yeah just do a little google magic you can find that site. yeah there's a link out the there internet right, for sure um so recently went through the whole campaign i am sure bond project came up eh, once or twice but, yeah, a, few, a, few, a few times yes <laughs> what were some of the other things that that themes that kept recurring when you were out there talking to to the electorate to the constituents in hickory that they were were bringing to you either positives maybe concerns things they wanted to see addressed that that either surprised you or were kind of what you were expecting you know i i think from the what i was expecting you know the 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 issues that impact people's daily lives you know quality of life issues that you know might not be important to all but certainly important to to certain people you know Roads, roadways, resurfacing, those types of things. They want to understand. I think a lot of people don't understand the program that the city has in place for resurfacing of roads. The thing that surprised me, and this surprises most people, is I did not realize that the the difference between roads owned and maintained by the city of Hickory and those by the DOT. Right. It, it's it, it is confusing at best. Uh, uh, yeah, I understand. Um, I got a map, a full size map on my wall at work um, with the roads delineated. Who who is responsible for for which road? But that surprised me to learn that um, because you know some of the roads that that are in most need of repair, they're they're not. The city. can't do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not ours. Right. You know, they're not ours to repair. So so those types of issues came up. Um, the other thing is attracting people. Uh, how do we attract people for the 3,100 jobs that are open within a 25-mile radius of downtown Hickory? Right. 
Um, and really good paying jobs as well. These aren't just the McDonald's of the, or and not that McDonald's is a bad job. No, but the there are very high paying skilled uh, positions available. Absolutely, out there. absolutely. Um, and we've had a, a multiple multitude of guests that have come on, and we've talked about the the partnerships <laughs> we've had with CBCTC, trying to get those jobs filled and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, what do you see as uh, newly elected councilman as a some idea that you might have that you know might be able to alleviate some of this? May, you know, some of these companies have you know tens of jobs that are open. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it's, it's granted. I, I know it's very granular, but it's 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 still a community issue. Well, it's it's what I live every day. I mean, I'm right. a, I'm an executive recruiter, right, and that's right. that's what I do for a living. Uh, Wait, in, you in, don't you don't you're just not just a councilman. Oh, that's right. <laughs> no, believe, Wait, it oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not. Yeah, believe it or not. But I'm an executive recruiter. I work the healthcare space. And so attracting talent is what I live and breathe every day. And, you know, I think that um, there's a mindset. Uh, and, and I teach this to my clients or I advise my clients on this. Um, there's a difference between having a hiring mindset and having a recruiting mindset. Hiring is when you have more available qualified people than jobs. So it becomes a sorting and a picking process. Let's pick from all that we have available. Recruiting is when you have fewer qualified candidates than jobs. Sure. Then it becomes a sales function. I'm not sure that a lot of companies understand that. I don't think I don't think they understand the distinction and the importance of the mindset in recruiting, but it's coming. You know, this this situation that we have now is is necessitating that we take a recruiting mindset. Same thing for the city. That's what we're doing with the bond projects. You know, we're improving quality of life. We're attracting talent. So it's that sales mindset, and all this comes together just like that. And and you can see it working. I mean, you can see people coming. I talked to people throughout the campaign, and and even you know this week that they've moved here from you know talked to. A family that moved from California because they had heard about Hickory. Great. Yeah. Uh, so it's working. You right. know, it's just not instantaneous. Yeah, and, we, and we've had uh, you know, kind of reverting back to some of our previous guests. Um, you know, we, we've we've talked to them endlessly about how you know all these bond projects we do nothing but bring people in and, mm-hmm. and, and improve our quality of life and improve our community. And you know, and and, and having that, it's it's going to be able to. Oh, it's going to one. It's going to create an even larger pool of people that we're going to be able to pull from. So hopefully, you know, these jobs will be able to be filled by these people that are coming in and and all that good stuff. With that, of course, there are things that the city just you can't be the recruiter for a company. Obviously, the companies need to to do their part and, and not only selling themselves, but the right. region where they are. But there are certain things that the city can do, and and I know there's been articles and things about. Beyond just the city of Hickory, but housing stock, mm-hmm. both in what would be typically classified as affordable housing and then just housing of all levels and types. A lot of apartment complexes, or at least two large ones, have are close to coming online or have started to come online here in Hickory. What is the, the appetite and the place of the city of Hickory to really bring in the housing element because the jobs are one thing, but they got to have people have to have place to, to live and especially at, at different stages of their life slash career. Mm-hmm. What is that world or how is that call coming together? I'm, and I'm sure you even hear that in your professional world, depending on where the hospital and medical places that you deal with. But what does that look like and how do you as a city 
target that. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, I, I think we have to go back and, and do some history. And I know both of you all are aware, aware of the history that in the two downturns, economic downturns we had, we lost, you know, 45,000 jobs or, you know, whatever the number was. And I, there was some serious pain in terms of housing. Uh, you know, people who developed housing those and owned rental homes, I think there was some serious pain felt during those downturns. Um, with that comes fear, a residual fear uh, for developers and things like that. I think that is subsiding a little bit now, and developers are coming back in. But the the city, you know, the city has a limited purview and, and a and limited tools and ability to attract developers. You know, housing construction, those types of things. What we have to do is we have to make it attractive. We you know we have to have. You know, we have to be uh, zoning and land development friendly, which I think we are. Uh, that that helps with drawing in developers. And, um, you know, again, it comes to drawing people, having having people to buy those homes, having people who are employed to, that can pay those mortgage payments or rent payments, whatever the case might be. So, I, you know, again, I hate to keep going back to the infrastructure, whether it's bond projects, um, you know, high quality services that the, the city delivers. That's the key. And being zoning and land use friendly. I think that is very important. Great. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of indirect impact from 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 all these things You know, with with the bond projects happening. You know what I think people aren't grasping is that with all this, with with the Braun projects, you are going to have other companies and businesses and people that are going to come basically as a direct. Um, sorry, I'm looking for Mike McNally. Help me out. Oh uh, well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> English well, language always about. gets you every time. But no, we've already had announcements that have yeah. that have come. Dovetailing with uh, the announcements or the stars of projects, but not necessarily waiting for the completion, which is which is what you want to see: government money leading to greater private investment. So we've exactly. had the two um, residential places downtown that have been announced: right, one in the city hall parking lot, one across from CCM with the uh, the the Woda project. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the fifty-five plus, but there is also going to be affordable housing. Uh, elements to both of those projects, if I'm not mistaken. So I we'll know. see more of that trivium. Once you know, yeah. that first building goes up, one, you make the, the financial institutions a little more comfortable to finance the next one. You Absolutely. make the construction companies more comfortable to to bring in those the folks that they need to work on those projects. So we have seen, at least in those two announced projects, some announcements that have followed from private sector following that government lead on those. And I think that's right. kind of what you're, yeah, that's what you're talking about. Like, there's a lot of indirect impact of, of, of businesses and services that will come because of the bond or indirectly because of the bond. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, Trivium Corporate Park, I mean, ITM Pharmaceuticals has, you know, they're coming to town. Right. And, and it's a direct result of what we're doing. You know, mm-hmm. the trail system, the interconnectedness, um, it, it's just yeah. uh, it's the, the, the vision is being validated on a weekly basis. Right. And, and it's so exciting. Yeah, we had uh, Mike Piola um, from the uh, Hickory Velo Club, the bike club. Yes, I know Hickory. Mike. And um, you know, he was say- he was saying that uh, a lot of the a lot of companies that are um, thinking about re- locating to Hickory, you know, they are looking at these things. They're they're absolutely one hundred percent looking at these things, and uh, and actually even making decisions because of these things. Mm-hmm. You know, having employees or having things for their employees to do and, and, and better facilities for their employees to have in communities where they're moving to, that's 
that's almost number one for for companies when they're moving. Absolutely, and CVCC, I you know we don't underestimate the impact that that they're having in this right. regard. The Workforce Solutions um, Center complex. I, I don't know if you've been there. Uh, it's amazing. I mean, it is just an amazing facility, and the value there. I mean, the the value is tremendous uh, for these companies that come in that need highly skilled, highly trained labor. Uh, that's, I mean, that's a that's a jewel for sure. For, and, CBC, for Hickory. and CVCC is trying their best to try to fill all of those jobs. Oh yeah, everybody that comes in their doors. I mean, they're and the beautiful part about this, and again, we've had guests come on and talk about this as well. But you know, they're hiring for these jobs. I mean, they're teaching for these jobs that mm-hmm. are open because you know. If if I was an eighteen year old kid and looking at hundreds of thousand dollars of student loan debt or spending a couple thousand dollars at CBCC and jumping right into a job, that's super attractive. And you know, uh, uh, more power to them. They're they're Garrett Henshaw and those guys are doing a fantastic job over there. Yeah, they are. Uh, you know, they. I don't know if you saw the Wall Street Journal article last week, um, front page Wall Street Journal uh, about the furniture industry and the training that CBCC oh, no is kidding. doing. I did not see that. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah um, I, I encourage you to check. Check it out. Right I, I posted it to Facebook, but uh, I'm Ooh, sure yeah, it's well, out I'll there. It, but it's it a there. great article. Also, I'll, I'll link it to this podcast as yeah, well. Yeah, perfect. That'd be great. So with all that said, and I know I'm going to steal Moose's favorite question. How dare you? You were going to do it next, I'll, weren't you? Next. Oh, my Go goodness. ahead. Go ahead. Um, so we like to ask guests, regardless of what you know position they come in and speaking on behalf of, but if you had a magic wand for the city of Hickory. Now, of course, we know New York Councilman Hickory is – the best place to live, work, play. But if there was the magic wand, something you could do or like to see done to make us just that much better instantaneously, what what would that be? Hmm. That's a that is a great question. That's why I stole it. Yeah. And we do have those magic wands for sale. Uh, well, good. I, I, I will take one before I leave. Um, if I could do, you know, I'm, I'm torn between. I'm torn between a couple of things. Well, we'll let you have a, a double yeah, twirl um, on the magic twine there. You know, I, I'm so um, I'm so excited about seeing Hickory in five to ten years. I'm so excited. Um, I don't want to wish my life away because uh, you know I'm excited about what I'm going to do over the uh, next five to ten years. But I think if I could wave a magic wand, I would implement the bond projects and have them done today. Mm-hmm. I, I would have that that finished, that completed. Um, so, so that's one of them. I'll tell you something else that's equally exciting to me, and this is this comes with the ten year vision, is the number of DOT projects that are going to be happening around Hickory uh, over the next ten years. Uh, the the three twenty one project, making it a super street, uh, new bridges. The and this is not Hickory, but the interchange at three twenty one and eighty five. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's near and dear to my heart because my wife commutes to Charlotte twice a week for her job, and that's such a bottleneck right sure. there. Think about how think about how much easier traffic is going to flow from Hickory to Charlotte, and then we become instantly more attractive as a place to live and commute to Charlotte because the commute's not bad now. Right. Twenty years ago, if you'd asked somebody from Hickory if they'd commute to Charlotte, yeah. it was beyond the realm of reason. Sure. And 16 is the same way. 16 is getting ready to be four lanes all the way to the, that Dale Earnhardt Chevrolet right Exactly. There. I mean, that's, a, that's, that's basically from where we're sitting right now to downtown Charlotte in less than probably 50 minutes. Right. So you, With the four lane. Yeah. So you, know. you think about easy, you know, easier to, to commute, 
lower cost of living, lower cost of housing, all mm-hmm. of these things, Hickory is going to be right. instantly attractive For to sure. people yeah. who are, you know, maybe working in Charlotte. Yeah, if I, and granted, all biases aside, if I was looking at places to live, if I got a new job in downtown Charlotte today, I would look at absolutely the surrounding areas and say, okay, do I, would I rather sit in traffic for an hour and a half or drive freely for 50 minutes from a suburb into downtown? You mm-hmm. know, I, th- I think that's, you know, these viable solutions that we're providing for folks that, you know, I, I, we got, we got to keep pushing these to the forefront to these folks. And, you know, and that's what people like economic development specialists and, and, and people that people like yourself are trying to attract these people, I think is, you know, number one, you know, is, is the commute. And, you know, and your wife can probably attest to that is because, you know, if you start your day off sitting in traffic for an hour, I can't imagine how that I have it. I mean, I have a seven. Well, then your brain, I, you know, you're finishing your day off that way. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have a seven yeah. minute commute to work. I have no idea what that is like. But, you know, it's um, I, I can only imagine what, it, you know, the, the, that life decision, whether to sit in traffic for an hour or to be able to drive for an hour. I think it's just kind of a breaker, but I, I digress. Well, you think, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I, you know, there's something about motion. I mean, right. forget forget about the time. If I'm in motion for that hour, it's a totally different experience than sitting still but Uh, you think about rage level comes yeah exactly but you take people that are say they relocate from atlanta to charlotte they i mean they would love to have this commute right sure atlanta i mean it's atlanta is one of the markets i serve as a recruiter Mm -hmm. and it's nightmarish Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just nightmarish. The commute from Hickory to Charlotte is nothing for right. those people. Sure. Yeah, I, I was uh, driving back from Florida uh, and had to go had to go through Atlanta, and it, we sat there and we sat in traffic for two hours, like it wasn't anything, you know. And people, were, I, I did, you know, just I've asked a friend of mine who is from Atlanta, you know, I was like, you know, is it, you know, why, you know, what's going on with this? Why, why is it such a such an issue? And it's just it's just influx of of influx of people the infrastructure can't keep up yeah and i don't think it ever catches up right. at this you know, point i mean um, i don't know how infrastructure can get any bigger when they have like 20 lane interstates down there or whatever whatever it is it's it's, it's massive well and Charlotte was having those conversations 15 years ago when i was at the chamber here like well we want to be the size of atlanta and they didn't have the infrastructure there sure. and you see how they've been dragging their feet not securing funding mm-hmm. well laying down track is not getting cheaper by the day <laughs> right or, or you know, it, lanes of roads i mean now that's the hov and we've got that whole you know mess down there so they're mm-hmm. even fighting headwinds trying to get infrastructure and that's why you know what can we do as a regional partner i mean gosh if i could wave a magic wand building upon what you said would be you know i'll i always say how iredell county was as a, a county government the well as a county government they were wanting to sit there and say well we don't want to contribute to the light rail coming up towards the davidson cornelius Huntersville area because you have Statesville and North, which is mostly farmland in, in Statesville, and then Southern is Charlotte mm-hmm. suburbs. And there's a little bit of a you know headbutting between those two. And I remember sitting there thinking, "Gosh, I wish we could just wave our hand, open up the treasure chest, and say, all right, fine, shoot that sucker right up 16.' Yeah, I mean that would be a game changer. But it's just right. it's hard to sit there and think, oh, my, well, not everybody'd live here. And I sit there and think like. I'd rather get 50 cents on the dollar, either live here or work here. And then mm-hmm. as your life changes, maybe like, well, like, why don't we just move up there? I'm already working. Yeah, there's so many things that can happen. You're just leaving yourself those opportunities. And that's the big key. Exactly. You know, and, um, you know, you talk about infrastructure. Um, you know, building new infrastructure is expensive, obviously, but the maintenance of our existing infrastructure. Um, you know, what 
a huge burden that is. You know, a lot of the infrastructure, not just Hickory, but in the United States, was built after World War II when the government wanted to get everybody to, to work, work and those types of things. So, you know, the federal government, DOT, EPA, they poured all this money into the states and these municipalities to build this infrastructure. Well, those days are long gone. That money has evaporated. So now we have it, and we're in charge of solely maintaining it. Right. And that that is a huge burden. And I don't think people, you know, it pays to know the history on that. Uh, You know, I know it's frustrating when you drive on a road that's not perfectly paved, those types of things, but that stuff's expensive. Well, it it pays to know the history and to pay attention to that. But the other thing is that's always kind of, if it's not the forefront, it's in the back of the minds. But, you know, you talked about even just one issue of states' roads, local municipality roads, right? Mm -hmm. It is always talked about states pushing those on to the city. Well, it's not going to lower the state taxes because they've got plenty of other things to deal with, but then you as the city are going to have to have this additional expense to keep up. There's always that that fear or that kind of tension of, well, we'll just, all right, we'll give the roads to mm-hmm. the cities where they are located. Right. You want to talk about a, a, yeah. a balance of expense, <laughs> cost, headaches, staffing. It, there's always things like that in the background that people don't know the roads, who owns what. Right. Well, that can change too, and that creates its own dilemma. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge budget impact <laughs> yeah. when when that kind of thing happens. Yeah, and it's uh, one of those things where it's uh, it's not unexpected, but it's definitely not budgeted for or anything like that else either. So, right, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, Tony, in the next four years, if if you were to say if you had one goal or a couple goals that we haven't touched on today, what would those goals be in the next four years for you? Uh, you know, I'm I'm not sure that that this is going to be um, you know a, a, a huge announcement or anything like that. I I just want to serve the constituents. I want to listen and I want to serve. Um, it's not about my agenda. It's about the citizens' agenda sure. uh, and the mandates that they make and uh, how we can improve quality of life. But selfishly, I will say, and and this is. I know this is a general answer. I, I want to continue to make opportunities, you know, create opportunities for a high quality of life for the citizens of Hickory, whatever that means, whether it's bond projects, whether it is, you know, high quality services, bringing, you know, jobs to the area, whatever the case might be, because everybody's needs are different. Uh, what you value and what adds to your quality of life may not be what what I value and adds to my quality of life. So I, I think that um, it's not a one-size-fits-all proposition, and, and you have to listen, and, and that's what I want to do. Right. Well, I think uh, Ward 1 is uh, in good hands, and we appreciate you coming by. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate sure. that, and uh, sure. I appreciate what you guys are doing uh, to, to publicize Hickory. It's uh, Your passion for the city is obvious, mm-hmm. and, and, and we need that. Uh, we need to publicize ourselves and, and get the word out there. All right. Awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, we're going to move right along. Uh, in the spirit of Christmas... Well, this is our, um, what was today's date? The, the 11th. The 11th. My anniversary. Yeah. Is it yours? Happy anniversary, babe. Yep. Aw. Not you, babe. Oh, <laughs> Not me? No. Oh, how dare you. Okay. So um, we, I, I just wanted to take a, take a minute to uh, let our listeners know that you know, there, are, there are organizations out there that are still actively trying to collect things for the holidays and to give them out to uh, folks that are that might might need them, and uh, two of those are the Toys for Tots Foundation and the Salvation Army Angel Trees. Both of those, you can find out information on the internet. You can donate money. There's places where you can drop off toys and, and all that good stuff. So just kind of keep your eyes and ears out for that. And if you know a need in the community, um, 
you know, you, you don't have to go through an organization to do it. You can do it. You can try to do something yourself. So um, I just want to also uh, bring up some downtown events that are happening in the next couple of weeks. Uh, the next two Thursday nights, the Hickory Downtown Development Association is putting on the Hickory Holiday. And uh, this uh, next, or I'm sorry, tomorrow night, which is which will be December 12th, 530, 730, uh, they're going to have Little Sammy the Train where you can bring your kids out. They can do free train rides around Union Square. Uh, Foothill Stretch and Grow is... Uh, is having events there. Uh, it's called Reindeer Boot Camp. Uh, there's a there's a flash mob that's going to be happening. Letters to Santa, selfie station, all that good stuff. So uh, come to Hickory Downtown in the next couple weeks. Um, and the next on the nineteenth, the ne- the following Thursday, the big man's coming. It's not McNally. Mm-mm. I'm already Santa- here. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus. Santa Claus is coming to Hickory downtown on Thursday night. Um, Santa, Santa and Mrs. Claus are going to be up uh, on uh, on the square. Families will be able to take photos, all that good stuff. The Tabernacle Baptist Youth Choir is going to be there singing Christmas carols. Uh, the HCDA Holiday Selfie Station is going to be there again. So a couple of really good opportunities for folks to come in. Um, Relish in the holiday spirit, if you will. I like uh, thanks. Appreciate You'd be you. a good elf. I would. Yeah. First of all, how dare you? And I'm too fat to be an elf. So, <laughs> I mean. uh, right on. So, uh, <laughs> you jump right past that one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of holiday events that's happening, uh, this Saturday, the Lake Hickory Christmas boat parade. You know about that? I do. Yeah. So that, that's going to be a good one. We've got some, I've got some friends coming in from, uh, Pennsylvania this weekend and they're excited to see that. They saw, they saw it on the, uh, events happening in Hickory. They're like, we want to go so to the they boat lined parade. Up. Oh, yeah, nice. That's, that's cool. So like, I've not been to it. would be underwhelmed or anything. But, you know, <laughs> uh, the Southern Style Christmas Show is happening at the Hickory Metro Convention Center and Visitors Bureau this weekend, as well as a uh, friend of the program, Tony Altora's Hickory Music Factory, 1940s Christmas Radio Hour. And that's uh, featuring uh, Maria Howell. And that is at Drindle Auditorium at the Salt Block. Awesome. Yeah. So Christmas is only two weeks from today. Uh, that's nuts, right? This year, I mean, I, they just get faster and faster. So you know why it's going by so fast? Because you have I'm getting this older podcast and I'm getting to look forward slower. to every two weeks. Oh, I like it. But I have to see you. I can't say I look forward to that. How dare you? Well, we did have lunch today. We did have lunch today. Yeah. Of course, you can always find us having lunch every day. (laughs) But today, every day, day, sometimes two. Right on. Shuck and Shack. Yeah. So I recommended that. Let's go check that out. Now, normally we try to get places that are only... There's only one spot. It's Hickory right. centric. No chains. No chains is our rule. Yeah, we're not hitting up the OG or Outback. You know, people have been to one. You've been to a ton of them. But OG's Olive Garden for those. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry <laughs> for those not not familiar, not hip to the game. Um, so Hick, the Shuck and Shack is brand new. It's in the old, uh, short lived Pi Five space on Highway 70 across from Academy Sports. Um. It was featured in in Hickory Daily Record article last week Mm -hmm. about being a new business open. Of course, I mentioned that, and your buddy... Yeah, my buddy Brian Rogers is the the owner of the place. The owner and proprietor, and I guess he's involved in a couple of restaurants in the area. Yeah, East Coast Wings as well. So we figured we'd go check it out. He said today, after talking to him, it's probably the 15th. Yeah, something like that. Shuck and Shack. So he went and saw some other ones, wanted to bring it here. Um, Hopefully, you can recognize from the name, it's... You know, an oyster seafood theme, but they do have a pretty expansive menu, if you ask me, from both the bar side and the restaurant side. Yeah. They've got wings, sandwiches, burgers. Um, now, with that said, thankfully, Moose, we kind of are on the same page, and you, we split a dozen steamed oysters. We did. They were and delicious. They were awesome. They it were, it like, took really me back good. to college when we would go to this place, Wimpy's, outside of Greenville, 
We'd have to brown bag it, but we'd go there and just get oysters, saltine crackers, horseradish sauce, Tabasco, and be set for right. a good couple hours. And the horseradish did not disappoint today at this place. It, it, it lit you it, up, it, dude. It, it <laughs> flat out cleared me out for the first couple. I had to get my bearings. Um, but they were, they were great. Then I partook in the lobster roll. I guess I was having a little nostalgia from I went to Maine this summer. Sure. Obviously, very well aware we are far away from Maine. So that was a little bit of my trepidation, but said, I'll just try it out. Lobster roll with fries. Um, after we had the oysters, they had, and you'll probably bring this up, their um, homemade cocktail, cocktail sauce. sauce. Yeah. And it was awesome. MVP of lunch. I do think it was. It was. It was. It really you could was. tell it was homemade because right when I had I looked at it, I was like, oh, I could take the taste worse here, and it's awesome. So I actually had that for my fries, which made them great. The lobster roll was fantastic. Um, however, I didn't even ask what all seasoning they put into it when they mixed it up. Of course, I like a softer roll, and I express that, but you can't please everybody all the time. Sure, they Just didn't like ask, you can't they ask, ask you. as a council person. <laughs> you, know, you can't please everybody at a restaurant either. But overall, that you know, I really enjoyed the sandwich, the oysters, way better than the company. The ambiance <laughs> yeah. of the restaurant was was very good. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, I think it'll hopefully it'll do well and, and stick around in that spot of town. I don't see why. It, couldn't or shouldn't. I really enjoyed it. What'd you think? I, th- I thought it was great. Um, I'm a little biased because one of uh, one of my buddy. hometown buddies is, is running the place. But mm-hmm. it's. Um, I thought the decor was great. I thought the service was fantastic. I thought the the lady that was uh, that helping us was really oh, she was on, on top, top of it. it. Yeah, she was on top of it. Um, the I had uh, of course I split the steamed oysters with you. Um, I thought they were great. I thought the cocktails. Honestly, I said it again. It was, it was it, the MVP of the meal. It was, it was fantastic. Which is why. Because the owner's like he did not ah. like it. He's like I don't know if I like it or not. I was like, dude, you like it? It's yeah. good. Um, I had ahi tuna as well, and it was cooked perfect. Uh, came with wasabi and this kind of like aioli type mayonnaise sauce, whatever. Um, I thought it was I, I thought it was fantastic. I, I'm definitely going to get it back again. Um, like again, that was like our our first like chainish restaurant, if you yeah. will. But um, it it did feel like it. When you walk no, in, I mean, it, it, you have to have been one of a very small sample of towns to right. know about it and try it. It's brand new here, so it did not feel chainy. Sure, sure. Um, if you had to write it, what do you think you would, you'd give it? You know, I was, I really was impressed. I'd probably give it an eight point five out of ten. Yeah, that's a good score. Yeah, well, I, on your wonderful scale, what I, would you? I, I am I, I am very biased because of this, but I, I'd give it a solid like six point eight out of seven because I, I loved. We'll explain that later. Well, mm-hmm. um, you know the uh, the eye tuna is it w- was great. I thought the steamed oysters were just man, they were out of they were out of bounds good. You know, I, I've had uh, oysters all all over town, and you know they're right up there. They're right up there with with some of them. And honestly, the price point was good. It was for oysters. I mean, that's yeah, for uh, shucked. You know, yeah. And like I, like I told you, they were, when they were shucked, they were ready to, you know, sometimes they'll just crack them open and you, they don't, right. they don't release them. Sure. So to speak, or clear them out of the shell. Yeah. And then you're sitting there fighting right. it. Mm-hmm. While well, that one, for those um, scoring at home, Moose, you gave it a 9.7 out of a normal uh, American scale. 6.7. How dare you? No, but your 6.7 on yeah. your stupid scale came out to be a 9.7 for a normal person's scale. That's awesome. All right. Yeah, I thought so. One of the higher scores I've given. Yeah, for sure. Um, but so, yeah. So, uh, Shug and Check, located on Highway 70, Old Pie Fi. I'll be back. Yeah, same That's here. Good. Same here. Tony, 
You an oyster guy? I am. Yes, yeah. I am. I think uh, you go check you it out. Got, you got to hit I will. Out. Yeah, I'll have to go. Uh, yeah. My wife and I, Lainey and I, um, uh, every couple couple times a month on Fridays, we go get a dozen and yeah. uh, and get some Tabasco and yeah. horseradish, some yeah. saltines, and, and we're off and running. I, you know, they they had just a touch. I, I, I was telling McNally at lunch, I like just a touch of grit. In, in in those oysters, and they had it. It was it, it was fantastic. So uh, again, uh, Highway Seventy, Shuck and Shack. Go check them out. Go uh, tell Brian Rogers, the guys from uh, Street Circle Drive, Moose McNally said, "What's up, Tony? Thanks again for coming. We yeah, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you for your services. Oh, we appreciate yeah, it. It is, my, it is yeah. my pleasure. Looking, it is it is my pleasure. And uh, thank you so much for having me here. Absolutely. Today. We're looking forward to uh, all the great things you're going to do for us. And um, uh, to our Street Circle Drive listeners, we appreciate you listening and all that good stuff. I forgot one other event. The um, and we don't we didn't talk about this at all but um i'm sure you guys saw in the paper that the Mossar mansion is getting raised uh in in january and uh my father-in-law is a proprietor of that place and he, he's got a new place so he's he, he's uh he, he's set but we're throwing a really big new year's eve party there so if um if anybody's interested you uh, moose and friends is playing it so uh it's 50 dollars. all you can eat all you all, all you can beer and wine champagne toast are you charging him double to play Am I charging him? Double? You should. I'm not. I'll, I'll tell you later what I'm charging. <laughs> but yeah, for McNally, this is Moose. For Tony Wood, thank y'all for listening. This has been Street Circle Drive here on the Mesh. Love where you live. You've been listening to the Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.